Hey y'all, it's your girl Bella and welcome back to the Unused Stationery Podcast, the podcast where I say my unused thoughts about as much as I use my unused stationery. I'm so glad you're here to join me today, so let's talk. Hey guys, it's your girl Bella, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a good day, and if you're not having a good day, I'll give you a hug, handshake, fist bump, you know the drill, and if you are having a good day, I give you the same thing. Today, we have something very important, and that something is very important is my friend. Say hi. Hi. I have my first guest. It's Marissa. You've heard me talk about her on the podcast before, but now you get to actually hear her and stuff. I, I talk about you a lot, and I talk about work a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the giggles, yes. Well, I talked to you about you and Miranda a lot, mm. because we get up to some work shenanigans, which I think we could talk about a little bit. But today, we had an idea. We're going to read some Am I the A-Hole threads and debate if they're the A-Hole or not. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. We're also eating McDonald's, so. What'd you get from McDonald's? I got a spicy McChicken with extra mayo. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I just got fries. We also got coffee. Okay. So here's the first one. Am I the a-hole for refusing to put my fiancé on the house title after he kept handing me empty pens as a prank? <laughs> what? Why would you... Why would you I do don't that? even know how to respond to the title. <laughs> um, I, I mean... I guess we're gonna... I, we'll just have to find out. Okay. I, a 34 female, have been with my fiancé, male 37, for three years. Getting married before the end of this year and recently moved in the house that I inherited from my mom. This was posted six hours ago, by the way. The house is in my name, and it took a lot of talking and convincing from him to have his name on the title as well. Now, honestly, part of me doesn't think that's a good idea. At least not right now, maybe after marriage, right? But anyway, I've decided to go ahead and put his name on the title so he could go ahead and start contributing more towards mortgage and lighten my burden. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. We've made appointments, decided on which form of ownership we were basing this on. When it was time for me to sign the deed, my fiancé stopped me and gave me a pen, saying this pen was his lucky pen, in quotes, and told me to use it to sign the deed. I took it and tried to sign, but it turned out it was empty. And he was like, oh, I must have forgotten, while laughing and then pulled out his other lucky pen, in quotes. (laughs) I tried to sign it again, and that one was also empty. Honestly, seeing how he was laughing, I figured he was messing with me, but he swore he wasn't and pulled another one of his lucky pens. That's three. Three strikes are out. I tried that one too, and guess what? It was empty. <laughs> guess what? My fiance started cackling. Not laughing, cackling. And I felt humiliated, especially with how the gentleman next to him was staring. Me too. I got pissed and asked him what that was really about, and he said it was a prank. And I asked, Really? Do you think it's the right time for pranks? And he was like, It's alright, you can use a real pen now, in quotes. I pushed the paper away and said, you know what? Never mind, because I no longer want you on the deed. <laughs> he lost it, saying we had a deal and can't back out like that. And it was a stupid joke that I took too seriously. We had an argument, and I refused to sign the deed, at least not then and there. At home, he blew up again, saying I was the one who delayed the process, end quote. And he, that he said he gave me a real pen, and all I had to do was sign the, and I quote, damn paper, and get over it. He accused me of looking for an excuse to not sign him on the deed and started the silent treatment until they're signed. Did I really take this too seriously? That was definitely not the right time for a prank. Yeah. I don't like pranks, period, so 
To me, this makes I, sense. I would have gotten mad. Mm-hmm. But, like, also me, since I like to joke around, I probably would have been joking about not putting him on it. Yeah. Not, like, actually. Yeah, but I think him giving her the silent treatment, mm-hmm. that's too far. But also, like, I completely understand where she's coming from. Like, they're not married yet, so there's yeah, no Yeah, so, point. like, she doesn't have to put him on there. Right. I think maybe that was, like, hindering her from actually truly committing, so giving her an out. Yeah, he he gave her an out whenever she was already questioning whether it was a good idea for him to be on it or not. True. I don't think she's the a-hole, but I think she's dramatic. I think they're both dramatic. Yeah. You put two drama queens together. Doesn't always work. To me, since I hate pranks, I hate having them and I hate mm-hmm. doing them, I think he's the asshole. But then again, yeah. I don't like that. That's just a personal thing. See, I think pranks are funny, but there's a right time for them. So, like, if Mason did that to you, how would I you- would probably prank him back and tell him, tell him I'm not putting him on it. Yeah. But then I would, but, right. like... Make him scared for a little bit? Yeah. Okay. By the way, Mason's her boyfriend, if you didn't know. Okay. I, I agree with that. So, we've dubbed this person not the a-hole, yes. but dramatic. Yes. Okay. Okay. You want to read some of the comments? Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one's from Ewok Cafe. A pooper intendant is what she's called. Not the a-hole, but red flags. Number one, he pressured you into putting his name on the deed. That's weird unless she has selfish motives. Mm. I mean, you do see all the crimes where they get them on the deed, get them on the Medicare and all that stuff, and then they kill them for yeah. that money. My husband literally suggested he not be on the title of the car just to maybe help with insurance costs. But we're going to be married anyway. Why does it matter? I'm like, why do you have to be put on now? Yeah. Number two, he's very immature. You don't behave like that at a serious time. He wasted everyone's time. Exactly. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah, and, I mean, okay, get it? I laugh when I'm stressed, and I laugh whenever it's a hard time, but yeah. I'm not going to laugh at a signing of a deed, right? No. I'm going to walk out of the room and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, you don't You're going to laugh yeah. whenever the serious people aren't around you. Exactly, yeah. And maybe you'll joke about it later and be like, yeah, imagine if that pen was, like, free you did it, whatever. I can move on to him. Three, he blew up at you for correcting, correctly chastising him. Chastising means, like, scolding. And instead of acknowledging his own fault and apologizing, he put the blame on her. It was mm-hmm. her fault. He's giving you the silent treatment, which is extremely toxic thing in relationships, and yet, again, extremely immature. I agree. Yes. You don't give your partner the silent no, treatment. No, you have to talk out the problems. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Take it from her, guys. Just, I'm just saying, because you're the actual one in the relationship. And number five, he's more invested in getting access to your property than how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Hun, I implore you to not put him on the deed, and if depending on his behavior is normal for him, I want to give you a long, hard thought if you actually want him in your future. I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, Especially after that reaction. Yeah. And then someone said six. He doesn't need to be on the deed to contribute. You don't. Oh, I love this one. You're the a-hole to yourself. He's gonna take up half your house when you break up. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's very true. Like, everyone's saying she's not the a-hole, or she's mm-hmm. being the a-hole to herself. So I think we all agree on that. Okay. <laughs> so, a scale from 1 to 10, how funny was that story? About a 7. About a 7. I agree. I mean... On the a-hole scale, it's, like, about a five, but he's, yeah. like, at a ten for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm imagining him, I'm picturing him. What do they think they look like? I think the girl's, like, shorter, 
maybe some like longer hair very yeah. very calm and the guy is like this like stupid looking dark brown hair is he like a toothpick or do you think he's like bulky I'm he's sig- bulky but not built yes he's not a toothpick but he's not mm-hmm. yeah okay so i'm gonna read you two titles and you tell me which one you want to read Am I the a-hole for buying my daughter a new car for her 16th birthday without talking to my wife about it, or buying new cars for my sons, or am I the a-hole for going bridezilla after my bridesmaid spilled wine on my wedding dress? I mean, we're gonna do both, but which one do you want to do first? The wedding dress. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Okay, this one's not that long. I'm trying not to do super long ones. Okay, so. I, 27-year-old female... Got married about a month ago. This was posted three hours ago. My dress was this long lacy gown that my mom wore at her wedding. So it's a fairly family heirloom. Yeah. There's layers. My mom passed away about two years ago. Aww. Oh. <laughs> oh no. I'm all right. I at first I thought she was the a hole, but then I mm-hmm. sentimental stuff always gets me. So. Because the dress was so important to me, I had a big plan to keep it safe from any damages. I would only wear the dress at the wedding itself, and I would switch to a more casual dress for the reception. When I was wearing the dress, I wouldn't eat or drink anything except water. I like that. And I would stay inside at all times. Okay. Yeah. I promise, I'm not this crazy about cleanliness, but it was my mom's dress, and the thought of it being damaged broke my heart. Obviously. But I also knew I wanted to wear it when I got married to have a piece of her with me. She adored this dress, and always dreamed I would wear it. Okay, I gotta comment on that. Is it, or is it not, wrong to make your kid kind of push your kid to wear what you wore at your wedding? Do you think that's too much pressure for them? Or is that more kind of just like a, oh, you could wear this if you want? I think it depends on how much they're saying it. Yeah. And then, I mean, I remember reading this story where this girl felt so pressured to wear her mom's dress that, like, she wore it and wasn't happy on her own wedding day, which... Obviously, that was kind of an a-hole move, but. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Personally, I would never wear my mom's wedding dress. It's too, um, well, I actually don't think she still has it anymore. Like, other dresses and stuff. Like, it depends on how much they're pressuring you. Right. Yeah. But, like, if it's just, like, hey, if you wanted to wear my dress or my veil, that way, like, because then it would be, like, something borrowed. Right. Because, like, you're supposed to wear something new, something old, something borrowed, and something blue. Mm-hmm. So, like, it would be your something borrowed if you, like, right wore somebody else's. So, like, mm-hmm. it depends on how much you're telling them they should wear it. Right. Do we need to wear that? Are we good? Okay. Here we go. My bridesmaid knew very well about my particularities with the dress. That's a very fancy word for that. That thing goes off. That thing scares me every time. You know those little air fresheners to go, choo? Yeah. No, I, I hate those things. They go off in the bathroom at work and they scare me every time. They, those ones I don't like. No, they, they scare me. But anyway, I had a room above the venue where I was getting ready. What's the venue? I want to know the venue. My dress was hanging in a safe place in the room. Okay, so it's upstairs in a room, safe. Yeah. Okay. On the day of the wedding, I went down to check on something for the wedding, leaving my bridesmaids in the room. Here's what happened, as they told it to me. So this is hearsay. They opened a bottle of Pinier Noir, her favorite, by the way, as a celebration. 
They poured themselves glasses and began to walk around checking out the room. One of my closest bridesmaids, we'll call her Anna, 27 female, wanted to get a closer look at the dress. She got really close to it and started touching the lace. Somehow her hand holding the wine glass slipped and wine spilled all over the bottom of the dress. I want to know how drunk she mm. was to do that. They had to have been drinking before that. Right? Or was she really like... Or um, may, like maybe she like tripped over something. No. But like a wine glass wouldn't just slip out of your hand. Yeah, and according to them, she didn't like look drunk at all. There's no like context for that or anything. That's, okay. Okay, Anna, I'm watching you. When I came upstairs, they told me what happened. And naturally, I started sobbing. My maid of honor called several professional cleaners. We love this maid of honor. Yes. And they said there was no way they could get the dress in before the wedding. They told us they had to save the dress until we could get it. They told us ways to save the dress until we could get it into them. So my maid of honor started doing exactly that. Can we get her? Okay, that's what a maid of honor is supposed yes. to be. I've heard too many maid of honor bridezilla stories. I'm like, your maid of honor needs to be like on it. That's the whole like, point. Like, you your maid of honor is supposed to be doing everything. Like, She's they're the, supposed to be... It's the ringleader. That's why it's yeah. so important to figure out who's your maid of... Or matron of honor, depending mm-hmm. if they're married or not. After that call, I became extremely angry. Naturally. I asked Anna what the hell she was doing holding red wine so close to my dress when she knew how careful I was being with it. She dismissed it and said it wasn't such a big deal because I was planning to wear the dress so it could have gotten damaged that way, too. No. No, like, no. Wearing it doesn't automatically mean it's going to get damaged. Well, the wedding's not outside, I'm assuming. It's probably, like, in a yeah. church or something. So, I mean, maybe it's something Because she said she wasn't going to wear it outside. Yeah. And she was just wearing it for the ceremony. Yeah. So, it had to have been, there had to have been, like, an actual floor. Because if she was really taking care of it, she wouldn't let the bottom hit the dirt. Right, and naturally, and based on how prepared she sounds, she probably had a mm-hmm. wedding planner. So, the thing was, the venue was clean, everything was okay, yada yada, etc., and so forth. Okay. Um, I don't like this friend. I don't either. Would you have kicked her out of the party? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm a doormat. <laughs> I would have been, no, get get out. Well, I mean, consider, let's say you're in my bridal party, I would have made you done it. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> um, I just saw, I remember reading the story where someone, like, literally left because they, so the bride hair person canceled the last minute, so the maid of honor called one of their friends. And the bride got mad for not having the most particular items, like the certain colored bands and the certain ribbons on last minute. And she literally left the wedding because the bride was calling her names. You get one day mm-hmm. to be that stressful. And even then, don't be a jerk to people. You that still are have to be you. nice. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't, you're not going to remember your hair on your wedding. Unless, it, like, something bad happened. You aren't going to remember everything. Well, and granted, every wedding I've been to, everyone's gotten drunk afterwards. So it's like... And a lot of people worry about their food. My parents said they didn't even eat their food at their wedding because all of their guests were eating the food and mm-hmm. all of their guests were saying hi to them. So they didn't get to eat any of their food. So after their wedding was over, they went to the hotel they were staying at and ordered pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that probably was a little more memorable, too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't like wedding food. I'm going to be honest. It's always fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and green beans. That's it's all. All, It's always the same stuff. But then again, we live in the Midwest, so. It, we, yeah. We're kind of Southerners. But anyway, I couldn't believe she said that. I called her thoughtless and careless and stupid. I think that's warranted. Yeah. I don't like name calling, but that was warranted. I told her that she was no longer part of the wedding. <laughs> I called yes, it. Let's go. And that I wanted her to leave. 
she left and neither of us have reached out to the other since okay i see some animosity here i feel like anna's pulled some stuff mm-hmm. i feel like she's that friend that kind of flirts with the groom that's the vibe i'm getting from her she's like yeah i'm getting a blonde I don't yeah know, i'm getting blonde i'm getting blonde but like not natural blonde yeah it's like you can tell like you can tell her hair has been bleached her name's probably, like, Becky or something. <laughs> Sorry, Becky's in the world. <laughs> she sounds like a Becky, but not a Y, an I-E. Yes! <laughs> Becky with an I-E. Anyway. I got married in the dress I had planned to wear for the reception. Oh. <laughs> and I was heartbroken not to be wearing my mom's dress. After the wedding, my bridesmaids joked that I was a bridezilla for kicking Anna out after she made an honest mistake. What? Wait, hold on. No. No, no. Hold no, on. No, hold on. They, okay, it says joked, but you don't joke about that stuff. No. I wouldn't joke about that stuff. No. Okay. I absolutely don't think I'm the a-hole or the bridezilla because no. Anna's reaction was so horrible and insincere, but I wanted to get the story off my chest and ask some people who might be more impartial. Am I the a-hole? No. No. Your no. bridal part. You have terrible friends. You really do. You I'm have so, terrible friends. I'm so sorry. Hun. I want to know, was the maid of honor also in the group that was making jokes? That's what I want to know. Well. Like, was it all of the bridesmaids, including the maid of honor, or? It said my bridesmaids. Would she have specified if it was the maid of honor? Because she specified for, like, that purpose. I think it might have just been the bridesmaids. Maybe. Because, like, that... The maid of honor doesn't didn't seem like no. She probably was off doing something else. I think her. So. She was kind of like helping somebody, or maybe she was yeah. sitting at the table. But it's your kind of job to be like, hey guys, no, this is not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. I mean, if something happened to me, that would be not be funny. So, okay, here's someone that I think. Okay, this is hysterical how they responded. This is these are comments. He's an asshole aficionado. Mm. He's up there. Why? Why? Like a bunch of whys. Would you wander around with a glass of wine next to a white wedding dress that had extreme sentimental value? Not the a-hole. I just, couldn't they have waited? Couldn't they have waited to have the wine? Right? He was, he's like. Um, even if the dress wasn't sentimental because of your mom, the fact that it's your wedding dress oddly, odd, automatically makes it VIP. Yeah. You're not the bridezilla. And you did take precautions. I can't talk. I've had too much coffee today precautions to have big ugly stains on your wedding dress the fact that anna didn't seem sorry makes me like she deserved to be kicked out yes yeah okay not the a-hole anna's no. a-hole anna definitely is a okay well we're gonna take a little break and we'll see you in a minute bye and we're rolling we're back we had to go do a couple things we had to go get a car we had to go inside and socialize it well, was gross. Well, you had to go inside and socialize. I just stood there and... There was this man who was, like, sitting in these chairs in, like, a waiting room mm-hmm. at, like... Car shop. A car shop. Like, a mechanic shop. Because mm-hmm. I had to pick up my mom's car. And this old man was talking to me, and he was, like, talking about... First, he talked about the weather. Mm-hmm. Then he asked if I went to our county fair. And then he was telling me that, like, his sons had to be there... Because they were on the fire department. So we started talking about the fire department. Because my dad's in the fire department with them. And then he was telling me how he had to be the Santa Claus for the fire department. For the Christmas parade for like three years. Uh huh. <laughs> it was so weird. I mean, okay, in our town, if you don't live in a small town, you're not going to understand this. But there are, when you go places, there's these old men that kind of just sit around. And you can talk to them when you're bored. Like, there's a local, like, 
greasy food place we have around that's also a gas station that's been like a family generation thing yes and if you go there at like 6 30 in the morning there's always there are... this old group of men and it's always this pretty much the same guys yeah and they're there till like 12 they're all they're there they eat breakfast they hang out during the day yeah and then they get their lunch and they eat it and then they go home yeah so if you're there between like 6 a.m like 1 p.m yeah you'll see them You'll see a group of old guys. Yeah. But not on Sundays, because they all go to church. Sundays, they're at church. And then they're there until, like, the 6. Yeah. (laughs) It's... That's what living in a small town means. But... Yeah. There's a lot of other small town stuff that's kind of, like, weird, I think, to, like, people who are in bigger towns. Like, just casually... Like, we all know their... Like, we pretty much know everyone. Yeah. Like, we've at least seen them before and had a conversation with everyone in town. Yeah, everyone's very friendly. Very... And it's, like... I think it's Southern hospitality, but I don't consider us Southern, but we kind of are, because we're in the Southern part of Missouri. Or, well... Kind of. The states. Because, according to, like, history, we were a part of the Southern colonies and stuff. So, technically, I guess we're Southern. Technically. And half of us, whenever we're either really hyper or really tired or mad. we have southern accents or angry if you're a girl yeah definitely as girls whenever we're mad we have southern accents and then we start talking and you can't understand and then you got the old men that are super southern and you have to try to understand what they say like i have friends that don't understand what they say and i have to translate it for them yeah because they don't understand and what sometimes saying. we like we say things differently than other places yeah like we don't call soda pop or soda pop we call it soda or yeah. coke yeah like what kind of coke do you want but, like, there was a girl who worked with me, and she was from Texas, and she called every kind of soda pop, but, like, that's because that's what her family called it. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. Like, my grandma, she calls soda sody pop. Oh, wow. That's what she calls it. Interesting. Sody pop. Sody pop. I'm, yeah, I never heard of that one. I would call it pop. Well, no, I call it soda or Coke, depending on what you're around. I only drink Sprite, so... Yeah, me too. <laughs> no caffeine, gang. Let's go. No caffeine and soda. Coffee's different. We get our caffeine yeah, else- okay. elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing, though. We don't like caffeine and sodas, but we love it in coffee. Yeah. But it's most... Most sodas that have caffeine in it mm-hmm. are dark sodas. Yeah. And dark sodas make me nauseous. Well, I wasn't allowed to have it till I was 12, so it does make me nauseous because I wasn't allowed to have it. And I wasn't allowed to have it unless it was special occasions. Mm -hmm. And once I was older, Mm -hmm. then I was allowed to have it. Mm -hmm. But it was only at special occasions until I was, like, 13. Yeah. Did anyone else do that, or is that just our families? (laughs) Like, I'm curious to know. But that also means now, like, I don't really like soda unless it's Sprite. Yeah. And it's because it's, like... Sometimes it's a lot more carbonated, mm-hmm. but it's not as sugary, and it has a little bit less, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just different. It's different. But then there's my brother, who's been allowed to have soda. Whenever, whenever he goes anywhere, he's allowed to have soda. Mm-hmm. So now, anytime we go places, he always gets soda, and he is always asking for soda, mm-hmm. because he likes soda so much. Right. And honestly, I love that I wasn't, like, whenever I was little, I didn't like that I didn't get to have soda all the time, because there was all these other people who got to have right soda all the time, and, like, that made me sad, because, like, I wanted soda, but now I'm thankful right mm-hmm. that they didn't let me have soda very often, mm-hmm. because now... You, you're a little healthier in that aspect. I don't really like soda. Yeah. Now, I did get to start drinking coffee every morning at the age of 12, mm-hmm. now I'm a Coffee addicts. Yeah, see, that's what my parents were trying to avoid with the soda. 
Yeah, they were trying to avoid the caffeine. Yeah. And then the coffee came up, and but they couldn't really stop me. Coffee and... We have a lot of coffee shops for where we live. We do. For a small town, we have... There are so many places you can get coffee. Mm-hmm. All the gas stations have, like, their own machines. Their own flavor. And then we have two, like, actual coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And then you can get coffee at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You can get it at any of the restaurants. You can get it at Thriftway. <laughs> and it's a stereotypical, like, southern black coffee. Yeah. Unless you add certain things into it, which, I'll, personally, I don't like, but I'm also a bougie teenager, and I like my milk and my cream and my sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what Thriftway is, oh, God. that is our <laughs> small-town grocery store. Yeah. It, 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 uh, I don't know. It's just... I like working there. Yeah. But, like... There's those people who get mad at you whenever you, you ask them for their ID because they're buying something that's age-restricted. And yeah, and they're like, do I look under the age 18? Then they yell at you and you cry. May or may not have happened to me. Hey, PSA, be nice to people who work in customer service because we also work at a snow cone place and we have so oh many passive-aggressive mothers and very passive-aggressive fathers. It's not fun. Like, you have to be nice to people who are doing a service for you. Stingy lady. Okay, I don't know if I told you the story of Cindy Lee. I think I have, but there's this woman. She apparently has, like, a very hiked-up, like, business. But when she buys her kids snow cones, she buys the snow cones for, like, five and under. Yeah. But we don't say anything because, you know, we don't want to start problems. But every time. and the, every time. And then one time this kid was buying herself, one of her kids was buying it for herself and using her own money to get a medium, which, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Teach your kid how to use money. But spoil them occasionally. They're your children, you know? Yeah, you should let them get something right different every once in a while. Yeah, like, I mean... And not always get the medium, I mean, tinies, because we have those tiny ones for toddlers. They are newborns. literally the size for, like, six months, mm-hmm. whenever they're allowed to, like, start trying those things. Right. Up until... I'd say five. Like, maybe five. Yeah, like, right before they're about to enter yeah. school and stuff. And I, I mean, I understand what she's doing with, like, the money and stuff, but personally, I guess as I'm a mother, I would love to spoil my kids. I want to get right? to a point where I can spoil them occasionally. I mean, it's like, not all the time, but, like, yeah. every once in a while, it should be a treat. Yeah, and if you have enough money to go almost every single day, you have enough money to get them a bigger size and come yes. less. But, and like, yeah. I get that they, they come very often, mm-hmm. but they always get the small sizes, so if they come yeah. not as often... Then it's a treat, and they should be able to get a bigger size. Yeah, because you become so used to stuff after a while that it's kind of like, like not a treat anymore. It's not a treat, and you stop eating them, which is why about this time during our season, yeah, I stopped eating snow cones because I've eaten so many. Yeah. And then once we're closed and it comes back to summer, yeah, I'm like, I'm so ready for a snow cone. Like, I'm dying for mm-hmm. those flavors. But I think we're open through the fall because we're going to have fall seasons. I know. I'm very excited about we that. We have actually. fall flavors. See, that'll, that'll be excited. fun. I kind of want to try, uh, if there's a pumpkin one, I'm trying that one. I think she said there's going to be, like, a pumpkin and, like, maybe, like, a spice Ooh. One. Try to make a pumpkin one. spice, a basic one. Oh, basic bitch. <laughs> I mean, we are kind of, we like our coffee. We go to Starbucks and Target all the time. That's true. Every time we're at Target. Every time. It's just the mandatory thing around here. Around mm-hmm. here, what you can do is go to Target and get coffee and shop or go to Walmart. Or go to Chinese. Yeah. We have a lot of good Chinese places. What Midwest here. kids do for fun? Backroading and yep. Walmart. Yep. And going to some Asian food. We have a lot of good Asian food places. We have Thai food, we have yeah. Vietnamese, we have Chinese, we have Japanese. 
And then we Which go is surprising th- for yeah. the Midwest. And then we also have a lot of the nail places, and they're all, I think they're all Vietnamese. Yeah, I think they are. There's one in Colombia that is, like, ran by Americans. <laughs> one. One. Uno mas. <laughs> just one, and it's in <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, like, a bad thing. It's just... No, like, honestly, I think they do better. True. And the other day, we actually went to the one that my grandma and I always go to, and they hired a black guy. He was so nice. He was so nice. I mean, I thought he was a little high, but, you know, he's nice. <laughs> well, he's like, dude, bro, ham, you know, he's pulling I mean, out all the slang terms. I mean, maybe that's just his personality. That's true. And, I mean, he's really nice about it. And we yeah. were talking about singing. He's like, anybody can sing. It's just whether you put yourself out there or not. I'm like, you're right, my main man. Yeah. Yeah. I hate identifying them by their skin tone, though. It makes me feel like I'm sounding racist, but, but I just like, don't have whenever, to. Like, whenever you're telling a story. Right. Like, and you don't know their name. And you don't know their name, like, you have to describe them by what they look like. Yeah. So, I mean. But, anyway, that's a little rant about our town. Are you ready to get back into it? I have to say one more thing. Okay, go for it. Whatever, me and my mom and my brother were at Walmart the other day. Ooh, alright. My brother went into the bathroom, and he came out, and he goes, there was this guy that just came in and asked me if I liked his haircut, because he just got his haircut, and then I said, yeah, and then he asked then he told me that he liked my haircut, too. <laughs> oh. I was like, that's a weird bathroom conversation. And then the guy comes to the aisle that we were in, and he was just, like, talking and, like, almost gave my brother a high five and, like, walked away. It was really weird. Okay, we are friendly around here, but that's a little too friendly. Like, that's... Well, your brother's really young, too, so it's not really young, but... but like, I mean, it was just kind of, like, odd, but he did seem kind of high. Okay, yeah, okay, that's another thing. Around this area... Mar- it's not illegal. It's not illegal here, but it's not like. I don't no, know. no, it is illegal. It is here. Yes. I thought we were one of the states that were. Um, I think we're in the process of making it legal. Actually. Yeah, we're in the process of making it legal, and we like our our small town grocery store sells CBD gummies. Okay, fair enough. But the stuff that has like THC and like smoking blunts and stuff. That, that is illegal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you come up to where the capital is, you smell a lot of that when you yeah. go downtown. But I think that's anywhere, really. That's literally, that's pretty much anywhere you go. Yeah. But. There's always those. But anyway, let's get back into it. Okay. You guys like listening to our stories? I'll bring her back on if you guys just want to hear <laughs> us talk. We can talk about lots of stuff for hours. Talk about how I have terrible taste in guys. Talk oh, about yeah. <laughs> talk about how you have terrible taste in guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. How we cope with coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, am I the a-hole for buying my daughter a new car for her 16th birthday without talking to my wife about it or buying new cars for my sons? What From the title, what do you think? If it's a big purchase... That's whenever you talk to your spouse, and, like, they should agree to get her But is it, car. like, a stepdaughter, or is it, like, well, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, but, but, like, based off the title, you talk to your wife about it. Yeah, I feel like if it's a big purchase, mm-hmm. like, lots of money, there, sh- there should be a conversation about it, yeah. just because it's a large sum of money. Like, a new car, that's, a, that's lot. a lot of money. That should be something that's talked about, but, like, I don't think he should have had to buy his son's new cars too right based off the title that's what it sounds like she's trying to say no this is the dude this is the husband okay he so he says i have four kids okay lucas is 24 jace is 22 
Henry is 17, and Katie is 16. So she's the youngest out of the four. Okay. Also the only girl. On the only girl, yeah. I mean, that does change some things. Yes. Okay. When Katie was born, I was very worried we might have to end up favoring and spoiling her since she is our only daughter and the youngest child. So she got both labels, which, personally, I would probably spoil the youngest. I'm, I'm just one of those people. It's, it's what would happen because right. it happens all the time. Yeah. Because they're your baby. They're always going to be the baby. Yeah, and... I'm also a big advocate on taking care of the middle child because the middle child is always the most problematic if you don't, like, listen to them and whatnot. They're always the more forgotten. But they have two middle children, so I wonder how that dynamic works. Yeah. Because we have a two-year difference from the first two, a, let's see, 22 minus 17. That's a five-year difference? Yeah. And then we have a one-year difference. So they had a space, I guess. Yeah. Ooh, this is interesting. I tried my best to never show favoritism and always treat my kids equally, but it turned out the opposite of what I expected. My wife clearly favors the boys. She does not like the daughter. Why would you not like your only daughter? Well, see, so, I've heard of this. Okay. My, not to talk bad about family, but my great-grandma. Yeah. She wasn't very fond of her daughters. Really? But there was also, like, five children. Okay. There's three boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was a whenever women were supposed to do everything around the house and everything. So right. they always had all the chores. Gotcha. So, like, maybe it was just they didn't think she liked them. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, by the end of, like, my great-grandma's life after, like, my great-grandpa passed away and everything. Right. She was very mean to my grandma. Oh. Even though my grandma was the one who did everything for her. Interesting. Like, cleaned the house whenever she was in a nursing home, painted it all, like, always took care of her, saw her the most. Mm -hmm. But she was never very nice. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, maybe she's just jealous of her, which is really stupid. Yeah, because, okay, here's the thing. I want a boy... That's just how I am. I think I'd be a better boy mom than a girl mom. But if I have a girl, I'm gonna spoil the crap out of her. Like yeah. she's my little girl. I'm gonna make exactly. Her, I'm gonna make sure she doesn't have my child experience. Not bashing my parents or anybody like that. I'm just saying. I like was, the way I thought about myself. Yeah. I want to make sure she doesn't feel like she has to think about her. Exactly. Like I don't want her to think about her weight, her hair, yeah. anything like that. I want her to feel as special as possible. And same thing with my son too. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the guy troubles, right? Yeah. That's more my husband's job. If I do get married and whatnot, but. I tried everything, I talked to her, tried therapy, and asked parents to talk to her. He asked the wife's parents to talk to her about this. Showed her research about the negative effects of favoritism, but nothing worked. Did you show her research about how the mom is the most important figure in a girl's life? And vice versa? That would be, that would be good research to show her. Because if you, so I've found this out, if you and your mom have a bad relationship, you are, it's not good. It's gonna screw you up more than you having a bad relationship with your dad. But when you're a guy, if you don't have a good relationship with your dad, you don't have that role model to look mm-hmm. up to, which kind of brings up the whole daddy issues and mommy issues situation. That's yep. over-fetishized, by the way. It is. It's not cool. It's not fun. It's not fun. Especially when you talk to people who actually have, like, legit terrible parents, and you're like, oh, you must have daddy issues. Well, duh, she needs therapy. Exactly. Not a horrible boyfriend, which, unfortunately, is not really their fault, because they're trained to know what they love based off parents and stuff. Yeah, which is why... Well, one of our friends doesn't have a 
greatest love life. Love life, because, well, they have both mommy and daddy issues. Yeah, exactly. And they were not really raised how to be loved. And yeah. when love comes to them, it's difficult. Which is why I'm happy that with who I got as parents. Mm -hmm. Because they kind of show me. I Like, I love my dad, right? Yeah. So it's not like, I'm blessed with what I got. and Me too. Exactly. But even though you get really aggravated. Like, we're not going to dismiss any problems if you have a good family. You still got your problems. Everyone has their problems. If you don't have problems, you're a weird family. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't have problems, you probably don't talk. Yeah, exactly. And what, that's a problem. That's a problem. There, <laughs> see? But, yeah. Um, I don't know where we were all with that, but I feel like that should have been something he showed her. But I'm glad he tried therapy. Yeah. I think everyone needs free therapy. That's just therapy a Therapy should be free. It's a personal opinion. Like, every high school kid should have therapy. And middle school kid, too. Definitely. More in middle school, I think. Because middle school is where most, I guess, bad thoughts form, I suppose. That's wherever they start, normally. Yeah. Well, I think it's getting younger, though. Because the twins, they're in fifth grade right now. And they're going to go into middle school. And I saw heard one of their kids cuss out a teacher. Mm. And, like, say, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to stab you. Well, there was... Obviously, I'm not going to use any names. But yeah. there was a kid in my brother's class who... My brother is 12. Mm -hmm. So that means he's, like, in fifth grade? No, he will be in seventh grade this year. Okay. But, like, a couple years ago, they were, like, nine, and one of his classmates, who does not have, did not have the greatest family dynamic and has a much better one now, because mm -hmm. he doesn't see his mom very much anymore. Right. But he tried to hang himself. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, he was saved, but yeah. then this year, like, there had been bullying, and, like, this girl told him that he was a mistake. Oh, wow. And that he was an accident. Oh. And that he shouldn't have been born. Oh, God. And mind you, these are 12-year-olds. Yeah. And he said, fine, then I'm just gonna go home and kill myself. And, or shoot himself or something. And then this girl said, told everyone that he said he was gonna bring a gun to school, so then... A whole bunch of kids didn't go to school because they were afraid he was going to be there. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed to come to school until he had a psych evaluation and this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So now my brother's private Catholic school has its own therapist. <laughs> well, good. I mean, I also know, like, religious trauma is definitely a thing there, too. So that would definitely help that as well. But, like, it's getting worse. It's, it's getting it younger and it's getting worse. And it's because of social media, honestly. Yep. It's all, well, not all of it, but... It's, it's pretty much all of it. Yeah. Most of it's not good. Yeah, and it gets triggered by a lot of things mm -hmm. and a lot of people, so... Anyway, we will finish this story, I swear. Yeah. We just... <laughs> we're getting on topic! <laughs> but, like, it's a good topics to talk mm -hmm. about, because you don't really... And I actually have someone to talk about it with me so I can get <laughs> insights. Yeah. Because usually they just hear me talk about myself, and they're like, oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I don't... I doubt they're doing that, or they wouldn't listen to me, but... Again, respect him for the therapy, respect him for the research. Yes. I just wish he brought up the detrimental of, like, your mom hating you. Because it makes you feel worthless. But For each kid's 16th birthday, I help them buy a car. I help them buy a car. Okay. Personally, I got... I, I guess I'm spoiled because I'm the only grandchild, but I'm the only child in my... I'm an only child. I got my car for free, basically. <laughs> uh, I got my car for free. I got my mom's car, and my mom got a new car. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's not and like... I'm not an only child. Yeah. See, so it, I guess it's all just... But they also have four kids. Yeah. You got two. I got one. Right. So, but... 
I don't know. I think I would do what this parent would do, help him buy a car, but also yeah. if I had enough money, I would just buy it for them. Especially if it wasn't, like, a real expensive car. Yeah, like, don't give a 16-year-old, like, a brand new car. Yeah. Do not get a 16-year-old a brand new car. They will crash it. It's bound to happen. But, anyway. They each had to save money, and I would double the money they saved and buy a car with it. Okay. I that makes sense. We also have a tradition that the birthday girl, or boy, will choose all the plans for that day. Okay, that's stereotypical. Yes, like, we're, we're gonna go eat, what we're gonna go do. That was also the plan for Katie's birthday. On the day of Katie's birthday, Henry had a basketball game, and my wife told us she wants to go with Henry instead of coming to celebrate Katie's birthday. Okay. Let's just stop there for a second. I wouldn't have my son go to his game. Like, that would be a game he would miss. Is because apparently it was an important game. But, okay. Um, the only game that I would say they could go to instead of a sibling's birthday mm-hmm. would be, like, a championship game. Yeah, exactly. Like, if it was just a regular, normal game, no, or, you can miss that. Or a qualifying game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... But, like... You you can miss it. You can miss it. You can... I, I would tell them, no, you're not going to your game tonight. Like, it's, it's family night. And if Coach has a problem, he can talk to me about it. Yeah. And, okay, so context we live in a basketball town right we're so used to basketball boys and all this stuff baseball basketball and baseball become before everything not family yeah in church (laughs) from where we're from but yeah i'd do the same thing i'd be like honey you're not going to your game tonight i'm sorry you're gonna hang out with your sister and you're gonna like it's it's a special day yeah it's her 16th birthday yeah you're supposed to be the little brother come help me out Henry told her she doesn't have to come, but she insisted she wanted to be there. So even the son was like, hey, look, Mom, you need to go hang out with Katie. This is a important yeah. game for me. Like, if they're notice, if, like, the sons are noticing, mm-hmm. that is, makes it even worse. Because then that means, obviously, Katie's noticing. Yeah. She's not stupid. We argued over this, but she ended up going there, and Jace went them with them as well. That's the 22-year-old. So two out of the four siblings went to Katie's birthday. The oldest and the youngest went in father. That is sad. That's half of the family split up between a game and a birthday. That's... It's her sweet 16. Okay, granted, my sweet 16, I was spending it at a game. I was a cheerleader. But my parents went out and celebrated afterward, right? My sweet 16. I turned 16 during COVID, so... Oh, yeah. I was here with my mom and my dad, and we broke the rules, and my grandparents came over and so did Mason. So, like, I spent it with them. Well, yeah, and all it's day close at family. home. So I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't with everyone that I wanted to be with, but it was with the people you're around. Some of the people that are the most important to me. Exactly. Yeah. So and honestly, our town is pretty lenient. You can disagree or not, but our town's just lenient on that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think a birthday is definitely more important than a game. Definitely. And I would go to my daughter's. Bir- I love my son, but I'm gonna go to my daughter's birthday. It's her sweet sixteen. I'm gonna spoil the crap yeah. out of her. I'm gonna buy her so much stuff if she wants it, and if she doesn't, I'll just buy her food. Teenagers are not hard to please. I don't know no. why you guys think we're hard to please. Just give us food. Give us like and talk to us like we're adults. Because at not school like they taught. Okay, at school I don't understand. They're like you're between adulthood and children, but they teach us like children. Some teach us like adults. We're not stupid. There are a lot of teachers out there that treat you like you're a child and that you're stupid and you don't know what you're talking they teach, about. They treat seniors like this, 18-year-olds like this. And then there, then sometimes you come home and, like, your parents are still talking to you like a child and that's whenever fights between children and parents happen. Yeah. So if you're a parent or if you're a teenager, e- teenager, explain to your parent that you understand what they're talking about. Parent, 
talk to your teenager, okay? At least try. Don't yes. treat us like children. Don't put us in timeout. Don't yell at us for being in our room. Because it's kind of us coping, right? It's us being in our own minds. Sometimes we, we need that. Yeah, because we're trying to figure out what we want to do with life. And you ask us all these questions. If you don't give us time to process it, we can't give you an answer. Yeah, we can't give you an answer. Yeah. But that little teen thing of the day. And 16-year-old being 16 as a girl is awful. It is. 17's worse than 16, I gotta say. Personally. But 16 is bad. Because people are all like, oh, you can start driving, you can do this, you can do that, you can da 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 Like, 18? Mm-hmm. It's fun, but it's not. Yeah. Because then there's there's guys that are like, oh, they're 18. Yes! Okay, stop. Okay, if you have a son, train him to not immediately look at an 18-year-old and go, ooh, that's my girlfriend. Be like, oh, she's 18. She's legal. Yeah. Okay, after that talk, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. See ya! And we're rolling. If you missed it, or if you kind of came back or whatever, uh, we were just talking about how you don't immediately start dating an 18-year-old when you're, like, 20. Yeah. Because <laughs> that seems to be a trend, but... Don't sexualize 18-year-olds just because they turned 18. Yeah. And especially <laughs> hard for females, because, you know... Catcalling. Yeah, catcalling sucks. It does. Anyway, let's continue the story. (laughs) So, basically where we left off is that half of the family went to Katie's 16th, sweet 16th, and then half of them went to go see a basketball game. Yeah. Which I wouldn't be surprised if that did happen in our town, but I would never do that. I asked Katie what she wanted to do, and she bursted out crying and said she just wanted to stay home. Lucas went to her room and talked to her and finally convinced her to come with it. That is a good big brother. That is the oldest yes. brother. He's like, good oh, job. Good job, 24-year-old. You raised him right. But she refused and chose what to do and was silent the whole time. Aww. So I did the only thing I knew would make her happy. I took her to a car shop and told her she can choose whatever she wants and I'll pay for it. And she gets to keep all the money she saved. Oh, <sighs> Okay, if cars make her happy, I... Okay. That, that is, that's a good dad. That's a good dad. I, I'm sorry if you guys think you should talk to your mom about this, but if your mom ditched you for your birthday, yeah. like, it really improved her mood. She chose a car, and then we went to her favorite restaurant, then they left me and went out together, but clearly they wanted sibling time. Aww. The oldest and youngest were bonding. That's so cute. And I'm too old for what they wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> what they want to do. <laughs> Probably something stupid, like... Probably some game, honestly. Or, or, like, roller skating or something like that. And when she came back, she seemed very happy and told me she loved her birthday. Okay. When my wife heard about it, she got mad. And I said, I had, instead, I had no right to buy her a car without talking to her, and it's not fair Katie got a new car for free when our sons had to save money for a used car. I know it was probably the wrong thing to do, but it made Katie happy, and Lucas thinks I did the right thing. Am I the a If the sons don't have a problem with it... Well, it's the only one. We don't know what the other two think. Okay. It's the oldest son. Okay, but even if the oldest doesn't have a problem with it... Yeah. But would the oldest even say anything, though, because they're the oldest? They kind of had to raise their siblings. But, like, wouldn't they... I guess they would stand up the most for it, right? Yeah. I stand, Lucas. We stand, Lucas, here. Like, even... Like, I feel like if one of them was going to say something, it would be the oldest. Right. Because they'd be like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. Because 
they would stand up for the other ones mm-hmm. if they thought that it wasn't right. Right. But if he's standing up for his little sister mm-hmm. and saying that it is fair. Yeah. Especially how her mom treated her. Yeah. He did not have to ask her. Yeah. Especially after how she treated her. If she, w- if she wants to take no responsibility in being a mother, don't act like a mother when yeah. it involves something else. If you don't want to be a mom, don't expect to be asked these questions. Yeah. I would honestly, okay, I know this is, like, extreme, but I personally would think about divorce at that point. I would, too. That's... Because, like, obviously the girl would live with her dad. Only two of them are yeah. living at home. The other two, well, they might be living at home, but the other two are obviously, like, in college or something like that. Like, that's whenever I'd be like, okay, you're either going to fix your shit, mm-hmm. or you're going to have to find a new place. Yeah, be a mom or don't. That's kind of a parent thing. Be a parent or don't. Mm-hmm. This person exactly it sums up how I feel. Man, I really wanted to say you were the asshole, but that's a big decision to make without a partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But given that you walked into a dealership and said, pick a car, it's on me, I'm assuming you have some degree of FU money, and so yeah. we'll go with the assumption that it's not an issue. Not the a-hole, but I would maybe like to talk to your sons who seem innocent in all this and about why you did it and maybe do something nice for them too. Like, explain yeah. why you did it and then maybe spoil your sons a little bit. I mean, yeah. That seems fair. I think fair. And then tell your wife to beat it. Yeah, to the corner. Yeah, honestly. I ditched her daughter on her birthday. Nah, OT. Nah, OP. Your wife is certainly the a-hole. Definitely. It's de- Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Definitely. Okay. Here's the next. Oh, so I'm going to read you two. Tell me what you want to read. Am I the a-hole for complaining about a property agent who tried to come into my home after I wouldn't let her? Would I be the a-hole if I didn't attend my daughter's wedding because she didn't invite my wife? That one. Okay. <laughs> if you guys don't know, she gave me a confused look. This was also posted six hours ago. These are, like, Ooh, brand new. These are new. Okay. Would I be the a-hole if I didn't attend my daughter's wedding because she didn't invite my wife? So I'm assuming they're divorced. Yeah. My beautiful daughter, Cecilia, 25, is getting married next month, and I, 49, was supposed to walk her down the aisle. I was never married to her mother. Okay. I got my invitation a while back, but I didn't actually read it, and neither did my current wife, 39. Okay. Can you pause for a second? Ten-year age gap. Ten-year age gap. You were ten when she was born. That's disturbing. Okay. Uh, any age gap couples, if you guys are in love, that's fine. It's but just like, weird. Especially to us younger yeah. kids. Yeah. Like, two-year like, age gap for me is even weird. It doesn't matter if you're old. I don't like younger people. Like, it feels weird. Like, that would be me. Yeah. Liking an eight year old right now. Yeah. Like, that's disturbing. That's to disturbing. Me. That's very disturbing. Like, thinking about it that way. Yeah. It's weird. I also want to know how they got together. Was it like a workplace situation? Was it like a. See, like, sometimes, sometimes there are circumstances. Yeah. But, like, I. There's this girl. Okay. She was my old boss. Oh, okay. So, her husband is 13 years younger than her. <gasps> oh, Lord. And she first met him when he was a baby and she babysat him. Stop and then they re met years later after her divorce and they fell in love and got no! married and had a child. No, 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 no. No, 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 Isn't that disturbing? That's so disturbing. That's, like, grooming territory right there. Right? 
that just made me think, oh, what if, like, she was friends with Cecilia and, like, met her dad and had a Stacy's dad situation? I know it's Stacy's mom, but it's the joke. It, yeah. <laughs> Stacy's dad situation. Um. Okay. We gotta get back to the story. But the, so, like. <laughs> I'm sorry, the age gap. I can't. But, be- like, I also see, like, if, like, she didn't. Depends on how long they were married. Like, did she grow up with her as a stepmom? True. Or not? Oh, true. So we have to, we're gonna have to figure that out. Okay. I don't know if you told us, but we just put it on our bookcase and with the rest of the cards. They just kind of, like, grabbed it and threw it to the shelf. Okay. A month ago while talking to Cecilia, she was surprised that I was talking in we terms and not I terms when planning the wedding. What do you mean by we? She told me that she hasn't invited my wife nor her stepbrother, who is 12, or half-sister, who is 5. So they have kids. Very much younger kids with Kate. So they must have not been together for long. No. I mean, they have a 12-year-old. And they have, but they have a 5-year-old that's actually, like... Her sister. Both of theirs. So she... The 12-year-old is stepbrother, so, like... Came from the wife. Yeah, so, like, before they got married. So I wonder if they both met after they divorced. Yeah. Or maybe they were the reason for the divorce. Well, he has never married. He just had her. This okay, is anyway. Interesting. She told me I was the only one invited. Stepson spends about a second half of the summer with his dad, so that wasn't an issue, but why not my wife and my daughter? I get it. Stepson, you don't want your stepbrother there. I get it. Yeah, like, that That would... I Personally, when I, want, when I have a wedding, I don't want kids there. Unless they're like, I know they're gonna behave. Because yeah, during the like... ceremony, I don't want a crying baby. But, what do you say? Like, I feel like at the reception, yeah, that would be fine. Yeah. But, like, the ceremony, I don't want kids that are going to, like, run up and down the aisle and, like... Start screaming. Start screaming and, like, distract everything. Yeah. And I know that might piss people off. But it's your wedding. But it's my wedding, and if I don't want tiny children there... Yeah, like, I don't care for the reception, just take care of your kid. Yeah, but, like, during the ceremony, like... That's a special thing, and honestly, I feel like the ceremony is just going to be, like, my immediate family and, like, really close friends. And then, like, the reception is going to have, like, friends, family, extended family. I love that. Such. Yes, that's exactly how I'm thinking. But she said it was a small wedding with her immediate family and friends only, just like what you said. Okay. I've been with my wife for ten years, married for seven. So they got together when she was almost 30 and he was almost 40. Okay, and how old is his daughter? Five. Well, like, the one that's getting married doesn't say how old she is. Twenty-five. So, they've been together since she was 15, so, like, not much of, like, a stepmom, because, like, not much of, like, a whenever she was, like, growing. Yeah, but do you want to know the funny thing? Hmm. Cecilia's mother's 52, Mm. and he's 49. Oh. So it's kind of like a senior dating a freshman situation. Again, kind of weird. Anyway, she's pregnant with my third child. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay, wait. Wait, wait. So almost 50 and 40 years old. And you got a third child on the way? And she's always been decent to my daughter. What do you mean by decent? Yeah, what what does he consider decent? Because what he considers, she may consider, like, evil stepmother. Yeah. But anyway... Cecilia's mother, 52, mother's boyfriend, 53, and even stepbrother, 23, from her mother's side, have all been invited. But how long, but how much time did she spend with 
her dad and her stepmom versus her mom and her stepdad. That would also well, they're not married. It's mother's it. boyfriend. So, so how I long mean, have they been dating? Yeah, like how long have, how much time has she spent with them, and how long have they been in her life? But how how well has he treated her? Because we don't know how this dad treats yeah. her daughter. But I mean, obviously he's invited, so like maybe well, and even stepbrother. So she probably bonded. Well, her stepbrother's twenty three. So like they're closer in age. Yeah. Like she wouldn't be able to bond with a twelve year old. You're a five year old. I am 18, yeah. and I don't bond with my 12-year-old brother very much. Yeah, you guys are not at the age where you can bond. That Okay, that yeah. makes sense to me. But anyway, Cecilia's mother has been with her boyfriend a little over a year. But how well has he treated her? Yeah. Compared to your wife. The only thing I'm thinking now is because Cecilia's mother never liked my wife. So he's blaming the mom for not... For the wedding. Okay, yeah, I would consider yeah, but, my mom's advice, but like... But like, what? what's the reason why? That- her mom didn't like the wife. Because they never got married, maybe? Like, he never proposed to her? Maybe. But, but like, she wouldn't she said something? But, anyway. I told Cecilia that I was very hurt, but she told me that it's her wedding. Yeah. Is that a bridezilla move? Or is that not? Do you think? I mean... If you have spent, like, a whole bunch of time with the people you weren't inviting, yeah. and you just aren't inviting it because your mom... Yeah. Then I feel like that's a bridezilla move. But we don't know how they have treated her. True. And, yeah. Okay. I told her that I wasn't going to attend, and then she started yelling at me that I'm an a-hole who never loved her and would ruin her wedding day. Okay. See, if she's going to say that he never loved her, there has to be something else along with that. Yeah. To make her say that. He obviously had to do something else, too. Yeah, I mean, and maybe she's a dramatic person, but she's 25. She's just now getting to, like, the peak of her life. Yeah. So things are going to happen. And also, I do think that he's at least a little bit of an asshole for saying he's not going to walk his daughter down the aisle. Right. Just because his wife isn't invited. Yeah, I mean, I I know, defend your wife. I get that, but... But you should defend your daughter over your wife. I, I, Especially if your wife isn't your daughter's mom. Yeah. It, like, it's not it's not entitled. Yeah. I don't think blood's entitled either, but anyway. I understand that my daughter is the only one who gets to decide, but I don't think I'm the a-hole there for standing up for my family. What do you say? But she's also your family. Yeah. She's also your family. He obviously had to do something else, yeah. too. <sighs> okay, this person... I like how they said this. This doesn't feel like the whole story. She was, has invited the entire step family from the other side, so it's not a problem with the step family and you and your wife. Meanwhile, you and your wife never bothered to even open up the invitation right away. You didn't bother to RSVP, and you seem to know nothing about the wedding. Yeah. I'm guessing you or your wife's behavior has not been perfect as you're simply trying to imply more than your ex not liking her. See, okay, that's what I was saying. Why, I, your daughter's wedding, why wouldn't you open up the invitation? Right? Yeah. And obviously it's not a problem, the fact that they aren't blood-related to her. Right. That's obviously not the problem. Yeah. They've probably been really good to her. It's how they've treated her that's the problem. Because, yeah. like, there are probably people who aren't blood-related who obviously aren't going to be invited. Right. Now, one of them I haven't met before because, well, yeah, it's my mother's father, and she hasn't talked to him since she was pregnant with me, and I've only seen a picture of him, so. Yeah, there's, like, some things you just, like gotta move on with and would it be wrong for me to invite my great aunt and not her husband because i don't like her husband 
I don't think so. I don't think it would be wrong. No. It's your... Again, the wedding is the one day you're allowed to be selfish in that whole process. Yes. Everything else, just smile and suck it up, basically. Yeah. And I love... Okay, this girl said exactly what we said. She has always been decent to my daughter. Can you elaborate on this? Because it doesn't read as a good relationship between the two. Exactly. It doesn't. Like, what is... Decent. What is decent? Because decent is, like, the bare minimum that you need to give a human being, not your stepdaughter. Yes. You need to be good and loving toward your stepdaughter. And if you don't want to be the mother figure, say, I'm not going to be your mother figure, but I will be here for you. Yeah. I won't be your mom. I'll be your friend. Yes. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, this person has been dubbed the a-hole. I agree. Yes. I definitely agree. Yes. I think he's just being weird. But. He's not being understanding. Yes. Okay. So, I'm going to read you two more. See what we got. Am I the a-hole for not letting my wife's kids' stepkids, my ex-wife's stepkids, work for me? Am I the a-hole for kicking my roommate's girlfriend out of my house? And then I read the one beneath it says, Am I the a-hole because I want my wife to drink less tea? <laughs> I like that You like one. that one? Okay, this is 19 hours ago. Am I the a-hole because I want my wife to drink my my tea less? Ooh, so his tea. It's his tea. I read that wrong. But if they're husband and wife, normally they share a bank account, so wouldn't it be their tea? So immediately right off the bat, what do you think he is? Is he the a-hole or not the a-hole? I think he's not the a-hole because I'm protective of my stuff, but I need the more details. Like, I I feel like I need more details before I decide because, like, it, honestly, like, yeah, like, you buy things, like, yeah. with joint bank accounts, you still buy things that are, like, yours. Yeah. But, like, it's tea. It's tea. It's tea. Are they from the South? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's tea. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I need more details. But right now, what would you say? I would, I'm going to have to say, I, right now I think he's the asshole. Okay. So let's, I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this in a southern accent because it's reads southern to me. Yes. So like any family, we drink more than just water. Duh. My wife buys crystal light to put in all her water. Those fancy little packet thingies. Buys those sugar-free carbonated ice drinks. Currently has two olive pop sodas in the fridge and some ginger ale. She sounds like a very interesting person. Mm -hmm. I don't like carbonated drinks. I'd stick to water and tea. Okay, good for you. We buy a liter bottles of water, a few Japanese tea drinks, as well as, when I can find it, a milk tea drink that is relatively mm-hmm. rare. Okay, fair enough. This is my favorite treat drink. My wife has a full reign of the other drinks in the fridge, including my tea, but she gets mad at me when I ask her to save the milk tea for me. Although I'm not always enforcing any kind of hard rule, and I always let her have a few sips when I get a glass if she doesn't have one as well. Okay, that's the first paragraph. What are we thinking? I changed my mind. Yeah. I definitely changed my mind. Today when I got home, I could see she had a glass of it. She left it on the counter. Ooh. (sighs) Yikes. No. (laughs) And then she just now asked if me if I could get her another glass of it. I think she's drinking more of it than I am. And she's absolutely raked me over the coals for it, calling me selfish and a brat. (laughs) Wow, who is this woman? (laughs) Right? That she likes it too, and that I can't have it all to myself. I feel like she has all these drinks, and I really only have my tea. The only one we can't stock of any kind frequently is my favorite drink. She already has drank two or three times more of the tea in the carton than I have. Am I being unreasonable about this, or should I be more receptive to the court request? This wife. (laughs) (laughs) This, the audacity this woman thinks she has. Right? 
I, okay, I change, yeah, no, I say, I'm protective over my stuff, so yeah, this is The wife me, is the asshole. She is. She has so many other drinks, like, I knew once this guy said that she has, like, these crystal light packets and all these other drinks, I instantly knew, I was like, she, she's the, she's the a-hole. Yeah, yeah. She really is. Like, <sighs> yeah, I, that's, that's pretty clean to cut dry, you're not the a-hole, man. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry I judged you, but like, you know, sometimes you get a little but, like, protective and stuff. Like, if she didn't have all those other drinks, yeah, and, like, it was just what they had, and she was drinking it, and, like, if it was, like, something you could just go get at the grocery store, yeah, then I would say it's just tea. Yeah. But, like, if that's rare tea that you can't find very often, yeah, like, I understand, like, I have so many food allergies, like, the granola bars that I really like. Right. There are only five in a box. Mm-hmm. It's almost $7 for a box. And you can't find them at very many stores. Right. So if somebody is going to eat it, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little mad, especially if they have other granola bars they can eat. That, or they don't buy it back for you. Yeah. After they eat it. Like, things like that, like, I understand that. Right, yeah. Um, okay. I get that. So, one of the, this will be the last one, if you're okay with it, or do you want to do yeah. more after this? I think so. Okay, well, I got two. I'll read them off for you. The same thing. Am I the asshole for telling my parents to return my meds, or I'll file a police report? Am I the asshole? I refused for I refused to change my diet for my life. Honestly, I think the meds one sound funny. We'll listen to both, but yes. we'll do this one first. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my parents to return my meds or I'll file a police report? Why did you take why did they take away your meds? <laughs> why did they take away their child's meds? Especially what kind of meds is it? Well, I heard I see surgery, so I think of an opioid. Okay, so I am a 21-year-old male. Oh, God. Opioids and 21-year-olds don't usually mix pretty well. No. Fun fact, if you didn't know, when you're 21, your brain's currently still developing. Your brain doesn't stop growing until 25, so you're still kind of at the mind of a teenager. Fun fact, we took psychology and we learned this. So, 21-year-olds, or 25-year-olds and under when it comes to certain medications. They really shouldn't take them. Exactly. Unless it's, like, absolutely necessary, which this sounds necessary. I had a surgical removal of a cyst this afternoon. This is about a day ago. Mine had a pretty nasty infection, so it had to be removed ASAP or else. So, okay. Definitely needed meds, yeah. Yeah. I went to the hospital with my fiancé, 19 male. Ooh, we got Fruity Man. Ooh. Sorry, I said that really bad. (laughs) Fruity. (laughs) I'm so sorry to anyone who is a part of that community. We love you. We just, I haven't read a Reddit story like that. I mean, we both are. It's fine. Anyway. Anyway, my parents, 62 male, 57 female, were also there. Everything went smoothly, thankfully. But as my parents were driving me and my fiancé back to our apartment, we got into a discussion about the medication I was prescribed. Okay, naturally. Now, I must clarify, my parents are paranoid when it comes to anything addictive. And I don't blame them. I'm aware that hydrocodone is extremely addictive, and I'm very wary of myself. Okay. They straight up told me that I shouldn't take it at all and just take Tylenol and ibuprofen. <laughs> okay, first off, if you take too much ibuprofen, it screws up your liver. Liver? Liver? Liver. <laughs> your liver. Your liver. <laughs> the coffee's wearing off, guys. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. A little liver. A liver. And Tylenol don't work. At least it doesn't work on me. I feel like ibuprofen, it definitely works faster, and it works longer. Yeah, but if you just got a cyst taken out of you... You definitely need something stronger than ibuprofen. <laughs> well, where is the cyst taken out from? Like, like that's like, what I want to know. 
Like, if, you, if, like, they were going home, like, it had to be an outpatient patient surgery if they were able to go home yeah. the same day, so. I mean, I'm thinking the cyst might have been internal if it was infected. Yeah. And ibuprofen and Tylenol both have something in it that could screw it up even yeah. worse. So, anyway. She's gonna be a nurse, by the way. That's why we're discussing this. Anyway. I told them I'd rather have the medication I was prescribed just in case my pain got so bad once the hospital meds wore off. Okay, That yeah. makes sense, yeah. I wasn't allowed to drive. So they were supposed to pick up all the medication for me. Well, they did, with two of my hydrocodone pills missing. So what was the prescription? Like, two, three? It depends on how long they wanted him to take them, because they last for quite a while. That way you don't have to take so many, so they can't give you too many, so you can't sell them. Well, do you think but, they stole them from you? Like, they took them? Like, they might have taken, him, taken them, so he couldn't take them. Or maybe they were trying to steal it off of him. Maybe, I don't know. We're being thrown Anyway, well, that's fishy and annoying. <laughs> I texted my mom basically asking where the pills went, and she didn't respond. So I kind of forced it by telling her I'd have to report the pharmacist if it wasn't her. She said, I took the other two. So and there I took had them to be, like, three or four for it to be, like, really noticeable. Right. So his recovery process might be a little bit. Yeah. And I took them because that's all you can legally have in drive to work tomorrow. He's not supposed to drive. Yeah. And then... Okay. Okay. Wow. I had set money aside for him to be able to get an Uber tomorrow. Oh, she, he drives his fiance to work. Oh. So that's how many you can legally have to drive somebody to work. Okay. okay. I read that totally wrong. It just had fiance in quotations, so I don't know what that meant. Anyway. If he needed... I was going to give him money for an Uber if he needed it. Which she should have known had she talked to me about it or even brought up all these concerns. I was pissed. I texted this huge paragraph that was basically saying either give them back or I'm filing a peace report because stealing hydrocodone is a felony. It is. That I understand her free, but that's absolutely not the way to go about it. 40 minutes later, I get a we're here text and a pounding on my door. I waddle over. Sorry. <laughs> a little waddle. And open, and my parents are standing in the doorway pissed as fuck. My dad starts talking about how it's absolutely not okay to threaten legal action and that I need to apologize. He said it was his fault that no one talked to me about it, that he's sorry, and he goes on about a five-minute rant of how I have an addictive personality. I was a smoker when I was 18, and I smoked weed. Yeah, because that's an addictive personality. Okay. How he's concerned for me and how he would never use the law against me. Never. In bold. That the surgeon is giving them out like candy, and that he's heard a lot of cases of people getting addicted to these and didn't want to risk it. What surgeon is this? I've never met a surgeon like this. They don't, they legally have to give you a certain amount after surgery. Yeah. If you don't want that medicine, they can prescribe you one that is lower strike. Yeah. If you don't want something that addictive. But what kind of surgeon is giving them out like candy? I have questions. Like, the only doctor I know of is Dr. Dangerous, and he killed people. People think that they give them out like candy. But, like, literally, once you get addicted to them, you can buy, like, the street grade stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, he's also a 60-year-old male. So he's probably one of those paranoid guys who, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how he reacted whenever his son came out that he was engaged to a man. Was he one of those people, or is he just more like a tabloid reader? I don't know. But, anyway. I said that being concerned wasn't the issue. He could... He couldn't take it away from me on this situation. He couldn't just steal pills from me because he's scared. At the very least, he should have discussed his concerns with me like an adult. Yes. This 21-year-old is scolding a 62-year-old, guys. He did not like that. He played this game of keeping 
away the bottle, holding it out to me, and then yanking it back just to say more. After surgery, you're not supposed to be doing that. He just kept arguing. I got them back after a lot of fighting. Am I wrong here? I no. need to know if I didn't, I did overreact or didn't react enough. He did not overreact. I don't think so. No. Like, that it, is, that is exactly what should have happened. Yeah. Like, he should have called the police. Yeah, honestly, I think he should have. I like how he says never use legal action against you. Like, no, that's, a, that's not true. Okay. I like this person. Not the a-hole. The fact you think you might be an asshole means he was gaslighting you and it was working. Yeah. They stole from you, lied to you, and manipulated you. Then try to punish you for your completely normal response. And, okay, I get it. You're 18 and you smoked weed. Okay. I get wow. I, I, I get your parents' concern. But, like, weed's not... I don't you know. can't steal that kind of medication. Yeah, you just can't do that. I don't, I don't care how paranoid you are. No, you you just can't. Talk, do research. Ask the doctor. They ask if you have yeah. any questions. Ask the doctor. Oh my god, people suck. All right. People do suck. Okay, this one's kind of short. Am I the a-hole for refusing to change my diet for my life? Right off the um, bat, what do you think? I'm thinking this wife might sound... Like, is, like, maybe, maybe she's trying to make him eat healthier. Maybe. Maybe. To me, she sounds a little fatphobic. That, that is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. We'll see. My wife is 27 female, and I, a 29-year-old male, have been married for six years. Congratulations. So they've been married since she was 21, and he 23. Yeah. I worked as a Python developer. Ooh, that's cool. My wife is an SAHM for our four-year-old son. Stay-at-home mom. For our four-year-old son. Okay. For the past year, I've been trying to incorporate more exercise because I'm having a lot of back pain, muscle cramps, difficulty climbing stairs, etc. Basically because of my sedentary job. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. That so, makes sense. So now I do swimming early in the morning and in the evening, 1.5 hours each day. Okay. Total okay. three hours. Yeah. I also do yoga every morning before swimming. Okay. As a result of this, I'm extremely hungry. I understand that. When you start working yeah, out. Yeah, whenever you start working like, out. You snack a lot, at least every two hours. Yep. Like what the day after I work out, like I'll eat breakfast. Yep. And then by nine thirty, I'm hungry for a snack. Yes. Yeah, it just happens, and you gotta understand that. I'm feeling extremely hungry most of the time. As per my exercise routine, I should eat about four hundred to five hundred calorie five well the thousand four yeah calories each day. That does make sense. You you do eat a lot after this. Kind yeah. Of stuff. For most often, I eat a bowl of oatmeal and boiled eggs for breakfast, egg and cheese sandwiches for a morning snack, ham and cheese sandwiches, and a hearty soup for lunch, a milkshake made with honey, almonds, any fruit, flax seeds, coconut milk, and coconut oil for an afternoon Ooh. snack, and pasta and grilled meat for dinner. I also have an ice cream or a brownie at night if I'm feeling hungry. I Yeah. That seems like a well-rounded diet. Yeah, I would think so. Like, you can't, you don't have to just take away all the sweets. Yeah. My wife recently was told by her doctor that if she doesn't start putting the effort in to lose weight, there's a high health risk. Of what? Diabetes? Probably, yeah. She's put on a strict diet about, ooh, only 1,500 calories a day. Honestly, that's not healthy. Why would your doctor tell you that? Well, how big is she? Oh, that makes sense. Like, okay, I, I never want to be fatphobic, but I'm saying there's a difference between being bigger and obese. Yes. There's a difference. Now, coming from a person who's had bad body image, at one point in my life, I was eating only 800 calories a day. Yeah. 
then I got sick and lost like 25 pounds in a yeah. week because well I couldn't eat mm-hmm. so see that we have to try to divide the line between being yeah. healthy and body image because yeah. our bodies we need a lot more food to function that's just how yeah. we are so and working out anyway um strict diet and then gradually increasing exercise so like she's not going straight into the gym yeah. she's like working her way up she has been finding it really hard to stick to her diet because she misses the food that she used to before okay yeah that's natural you just have to work on your self-control a little bit yeah and have like a snack day yeah yeah she told me a few days ago that i should follow the same diet as her but eat more portions she said that she feels tempted by the food i eat Okay, I get, like, supporting your, like, you said your boyfriend doesn't want to eat McDonald's. And I didn't want him to know that I ate McDonald's because I told him that I was also going to try not to eat McDonald's that way. But you offered that thing. He didn't tell you to do that. Okay. Yeah. Like, he said he didn't want, he wanted to try and stop eating McDonald's and to not let him get McDonald's. And I said, okay. Yeah. I'm also going to try to not eat McDonald's. Yeah. Because it's easier whenever somebody's at least trying to do it with you. Mm-hmm. But she's saying that, like, the food that he's eating is tempting her. It's not like she can't eat the food he's eating. Because, like, the food he's eating is healthy. Yeah. She just wouldn't be able to eat it, eat as much of it as he is. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's normal for human anatomy in general. Guys yeah. tend to eat more than women. They definitely do. But, anyway... With that said, I suggested to her that she speaks to her therapist about this because I have different health requirements than she does because of my own weight loss journey and how I function. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we Definitely. work out. So we eat a lot. Technically, to our doctors, we're both overweight, but it's just because we were built different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are curvy and yeah. stocky a little bit. Very strong. Like, I worked out last night and I am so sore. Mm hmm. But, like, I feel stronger. Yeah. And, like... We're not unhealthy. We're not unhealthy. Just our doctors think we weigh a little bit too much. And I think they're crazy because they don't do, like, the muscle versus mass thing. Yeah, they don't because... know how much muscle's in our body. Muscle weighs more. Like... Yeah, if you mo- start... My thighs are pretty much muscle. Yeah. And they're if... big, but they're pretty much muscle. Yeah, and if you work out and you're like, I'm weighing more, that's kind of the point. muscle weighs more than fat and like you might be on a weight loss journey yeah but instead of looking at the numbers on the scale coming Mm -hmm. from somebody who cannot get on a scale and look at the numbers preach queen without thinking that they are ugly and fat yeah i pay attention to how my body is feeling Mm -hmm. how i look at my clothes Mm -hmm. how my clothes fit me Mm -hmm. and the inches that yes. come off. Yes. Instead of the number on the scale, mm-hmm. I don't weigh myself. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to how my clothes fit me. Yep. And sometimes you just can't wear stuff. Like, I like yeah. doing the fat test where it's the scalpel thing that kind of, like, clips you to see what's actually fat, and 90% of the time it's not that much. Like... My stomach right here? No. I can only pinch. Yeah, it's not that much. It's just our, our organs are there. We have little yeah. pouches. And I, I'm assuming for this guy, I'm assuming he's a bit taller. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but she, okay, we were talking about different health requirements, and she said that I'm being selfish for not supporting her in her weight loss journey. I don't think that's what he was saying. 
The thing is, I need to eat insane portions of food if I eat just veggies, fruits, and lean meat because my calorie requirement is way higher than hers. Yeah. The boys' requirement for calories like over two thousand, girls is just under two thousand. So. Yeah. My wife is refusing to talk to me, saying I'm a terrible husband. I asked her if me eating in the workroom and not bringing the food in the other areas would help her, but she said just knowing that there's food that she shouldn't eat in the house, she'll be tempted. Am I the a-hole? Edit. I do childcare when I'm working from home, so our son's plays sitting next to me while I work. She just has a make a breakfast and a lunch for him, and we have a 50-50 chore split. So she can do what she likes after feeding him and do the share of chores. I work full-time, but I don't have a stressful job, so I can still do chores and childcare at home while working. It sounds like she has poor self-control. Yeah. Because coming from a person who has severe food allergies, yeah. and there is always stuff in the house that looks so good, like sweets that have milk and chocolate and wheat in them. Yeah. Like, there will be a container of cookies on the table, and I might think they look so good, and I'll be so tempted to eat one. Mm-hmm. But you don't. But I don't, because mm-hmm. I know I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I know it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say, hey, don't do that if you're craving something sweet. Yeah. Eat a couple of chocolate chips that are safe for you to eat. Yeah. Find some, find an alternative. Yeah. Like, we've had to find an alternative, because we're both, we don't, our stomachs don't like dairy, so for mm-hmm. coffee, we've had to find an alternative. Um, this person said it very perfectly. Not the a-hole. She's being unreasonable. Why is her diet more important than yours? I agree that she should talk to her therapist about being tempted by other foods, but it's not yes. your responsibility. No. You're her husband, but you're not her caretaker. Right. But. So, that was a fun little am I the a-hole moment. How did you, did you yes. enjoy it? Yes, I did. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys agreed. Tell us what you think. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out. And I hope you have a good day. And do you have anything to say to the public? I had fun, guys. I will hopefully be back. She will be back. (laughs) That's okay.